Hello everyone, welcome back to the Second Date Podcast. This week I've got Lydia Spencer Elliott on. She chats to me about being single, the Instagram real algorithm and the perfect sex. There's a siren at one point, sorry. No content warnings as such, but if you're a cyclist in London, slide into our DMs. Welcome back to the Second Date Podcast. This week, I have a very special guest on, Lydia Spencer-Elliott. Um, Lydia is a writer at The Tab and has previously written for Grazia, The Independent, and Where I Met Her, The Mail Online. <laughs> the way that that's just not, like, in my Twitter bio. <laughs> it's so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But you know I what? Don't... That place taught us a lot. Yeah, it taught us resilience. Yeah. And... Uh... Other things about life. Other things. Like how to go to a booty call at 2am when you've just finished a night shift. Oh, I cannot believe that you did that. I was so in a relationship when I was working oh, there. Oh, you so would have had more fun if I, you weren't. I yeah, I think I definitely would have. Just like 2am, like I'm up. Like. But I really think that job made me make bad life decisions. Because you get off at 2am and you're like, let's go out. Who's up? And obviously the only people that are up are extremely evil. So. Yeah, nothing good happens after 2am. No. <laughs> I can't believe it. I would have had so much fun actually. Now I come to think about it. <laughs> Um, so this week we're talking about you being single. Yeah. Um, so let's just get into it. Okay. So how long have you been single? Um, since July, the start of July. So what is that now? Eight months? Yeah, not too long. But... Not too long, but it feels like so much has happened yeah. because I think getting single in the summertime, it's just chaos. <laughs> People are watching Love Island and it's warm and they're in the pub gardens and like everything just happens at once. Just vibing with each other. I've never had the balls to go through a breakup in the winter. It's always been it's spring sad. or summer. It's hard to go through it in the winter, it's not gonna lie. I can imagine. I would be backsliding so quick. I'd be like, please, I can't do this alone. Yeah. Um, yeah, July. So did you have a good summer then? Like, did you, was it like rip off the plaster, like quick? getting over it i think it was actually i did the classic like a lot of self-care so yeah. i'm gonna go to the gym four times a week and i'm gonna have early nights and then there would be like the moments of chaos that was the first few months and then obviously once i felt like i was healed that's when like gradually all of the poor life decisions and letting yeah. people treat me like shit was slowly like coming into it because i was like this is funny it's all funny <laughs> and then i feel like potentially you hit the six month mark of being single and you think oh it's actually not that funny not having yeah. any self-respect. <laughs> I literally had that exact thing at the six-month mark. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so then you kind of ping-pong back to the self-care. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure after another few months of self-care, I'll go back to having no self-respect. It sort of seems... Or I'll get another boyfriend. Yeah. It all comes in waves. <laughs> um, so, yeah, right now we're back in the self-care era. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I was... I was hinge dating in a way that I hadn't before, which was interesting. Yeah. Like, actually taking the people a bit more seriously. I think the problem with hinge is because 
it feels like all of the men of London are at your fingertips. Yeah. There is just something a little bit disposable about people and that's actually a really horrible thing to say. Yeah, I feel like because we're so like, um, there's so much choice, we're just so like, oh, well, there's always going to be a better option out there. And I feel like a lot of men feel like that too. And like I feel, yeah. I feel that when someone, I'm dating someone, I feel like they're always like wandering eye or on their phone looking for the next thing. Yeah, exactly. And also I just, I really romanticise a story. So the way that I've met someone. So I'm almost certainly going to be way more attached to somebody I've met authentically, even if it's a horrible story. Um, than somebody on an app because yeah, I'm just like well you're a stranger to me but actually that's probably meaning that I'm letting so much shit go with the people that I do know organically yeah same um, and it could be anything like one guy years ago his mum used to be our school receptionist and I was like <laughs> imagine when we tell our grandchildren <laughs> imagine oh yeah year seven I remember his mum behind the desk like who gives a shit <laughs> Um, another guy, it turns out I'd met in Iron Appa when I was like 16. I didn't even remember him, but he remembered me. Oh, and then we met again on Hinge and he was like, I remember your eyes. And I was like, wow, idiot. Like literally <laughs> give me a lobotomy. What the actual hell was wrong with me? So yeah, I'm an absolute sucker for a narrative arc. Yeah, I am too, kind of. I mean, yeah. the two boyfriends I've had, I've known since I was 11. So. Yeah. And then the guy I was just seeing is like, lives with one of my closest friends so like you know it's <laughs> yeah you get, you're like it's invisible string theory yeah. i knew them all along taylor swift has a lot to answer for <laughs> yeah she really fucking does and you know what else has a lot to answer for programs like normal people oh don't because every evil situation ship i've had and it has been on and off for like years and years i'll be there being like oh but you know eventually timing will be on our side yeah. and it will all be great and it's like no just walk away <laughs> just walk please, away please dear god no when you've had enough <laughs> six month mark self-respect yeah exactly <laughs> and you know it's bad when your tiktok algorithm is giving you tarot card readers being like he will message you Did in you the morning <laughs> what what kind of fucking delusion is that Lydia, stop, because I keep getting these. And when it's like, use this sound, interact three times, <laughs> or you'll lose him forever. And I'm like, quick! Okay, so next time we get one of them, we have to interact three times, just like tag each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send it to you. I had to make a really active decision to stop interacting with them because it was every other video because I was feeding it, obviously. And then on Instagram, it says like, it comes up with like... Your name. The, the so name. people know when Lydia you're, oh my earlier. God, the trauma. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've had to put a really strict ban on tarot card and like any kind of mystic bullshit. I get those ones also that are really lame. That's like, this initial is thinking about you. And it's like, always like a J. <laughs> yeah, a J, the most evil letter in the alphabet. <laughs> you have to like, go. The most evil letter in the alphabet. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. No, I, I totally get the hinge thing. I, I don't particularly feel attached to anyone I've met on Hinge. Mm -hmm. I think the only people I do are, yeah, few and far between the people that I've, like, met. Yeah. Already. And it, But this week, a guy I was speaking to on it, and we'd been speaking for a while, which surprised me, because normally I think it's quite a quick conversation, and then you either meet up or you don't, and then, like, that's it. But this had been going on for a while, and... He kind of said, like, I know you're going to roll your eyes and think that this is a lie, but I only speak to one person on Hinge at a time. Otherwise, what's the point? 
And this was such a revelation to me because I was like, oh, like you're really, you actually are getting to know people. Oh my God. Like what the hell? And so I was saying to my friend, oh, I think this is going quite well. And then I realized I haven't met this man yet. Yeah. And that's why it's going well because <laughs> everything I think and know is from my imagination. Yeah. And I think that could well be our problem as writers and creatives is oh that God, we yeah. are so good with feeding ourselves mm-hmm. a line that like you do it to yourself and then you're disappointed because you're like this doesn't match up with what I yeah. mapped for you in my brain yeah I, I have this thing where I create hypothetical situations all the time yeah it's how I go to sleep at night <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> um, and it'll be like I'm on the tube and he walks on the tube and he's like sees me and he's like I'm sorry for everything or something like that. Like, Not the commute apology. <laughs> the commute apology. It's like today, all of the London Overground lines got renamed. Yeah. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. And someone on Twitter was like, imagine getting broken up with on the suffragette line. <laughs> and I just know that is going to happen to someone. It's actually going to be trauma. So you might want to reframe your little bedtime story. Yeah. Emily Pankhurst is just like yeah, in doing? the corner. You <laughs> stupid bitch. Get some self respect. How many months has it been? <laughs> just like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, this is what we did it for. Pathetic. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, that's not the one. No. So you've not met this man. Are you going to meet this man? I'm going to meet this man. Um, this is the other thing I was doing before when I was in my hectic era. It's like, if somebody asked me on a date, I would just try and cram it in, like, the first moment that I possibly had free. So I'd be like, yeah, sure, 9pm on a Tuesday. That works, that's great. (laughs) No one's ever had a good date on a Tuesday, first of all. Like, now I fundamentally will not make plans on Tuesdays. Because it's always things I don't want to do. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are for me. Yeah, gatekeep the first (laughs) half of the week. So we've said next Saturday night which is such a prime time. Normally I never give men Friday or Saturday nights because you don't want to have a shitty time and then your weekend's ruined, which let's get real, it's probably what's going to happen. So yeah, it's, it feels very, like I know it was always going to be a date, but this feels like a date. Date, proper like meeting of the person. Yeah, on a Saturday night. Like what the hell is going to happen? Saturday night, date night. Yeah, crazy. It's historically date night. I know. So there's no plan as of yet, and I don't plan on making one because I know this is so ridiculous. But I'm, that is his job. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Unless you are going on like multiple dates, and then you share. Then you share. But like, I think that the first date should always be the guy. Yeah. That's my um unfeminist opinion. Yeah, and I back <laughs> it because unfortunately, a lot of the guys that I've been out with are extremely unproactive Mm -hmm. and I actually hate that and it always winds up being a real issue in the relationship further down the line Mm -hmm. so what I've tried to do lately is to stop lying to myself I think it's that classic thing of I am quite a relaxed person I will generally go with the flow but that's not actually what I want I would much rather someone make a plan like explain to me in advance what's going on And so I just thought, why am I accepting like the bare minimum? I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. When actually then I'm like, I'm not fucking fine. This isn't, I don't want to sit in a pub garden and have five Guinness in the the midweek freezing cold weather. I would like to go to a restaurant on Saturday night. And that's apparently extra 
right. But who gives a fuck? Gives because a fuck. why am I lying? I, like, I'm actually, I think, a massive romantic. Mm-hmm. But it's such a fine line because if it comes from the wrong person or in the wrong way, it's creepy and horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to be more authentic with I myself. Think, yeah, I think it's it's difficult, though, when you've, like... Again, right, as writers, we've just, like... I always think that I pretend something pretend to be a character in a book or a film or something and I'm like what? and then I'm like catch myself and I'm like what what are you doing yeah like, that's only fun when like you're on a night out and you've just met the person like not when you're like on a third date exactly <laughs> and I don't know you just you only shortchange yourself mm-hmm. and I didn't used to do it when I was younger because I would have quite long time relationships and like men were writing me letters they were sealing them with a wax stamp and now I can't get a text in daylight hours. Yeah. So I've done that to myself. Yeah. And a quote that always comes to my brain, which actually was said by Timothy Chalamet in an interview. <laughs> Great. Perfect reference. He said, life comes from you, not at you. So anytime I'm like, I'm really not happy with the way that that keeps happening to me. I'm like, okay, well, what am I doing that's allowing that situation to take place? this is gonna change my life right like who knew he was such a poet laureate but i, I just I did because i'm in love with that man <laughs> he's increasingly giving me the ick yeah wonka was the end for me i haven't seen it seen neither have i but i've seen the trailer <laughs> i think the trailer was fine didn't give me the ick i'm down bad oh god maybe i'll okay. watch it and be more in love with it oh I don't know what kink you have at play that that would happen, but um, is your type very like malnourished Victorian yeah, boy? Yeah, one cigarette away from death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see it now. One of my New Year's resolutions was don't sleep with any men that don't care if you live or die. Mm-hmm. So it's all right if they're a bit hot and cold. Yeah. But they just can't literally not give a shit if you're breathing, <laughs> and. That is a low bar, but it's one that actually some of them weren't meeting in 2023. Yeah, they actually weren't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel like everybody I know had a really cursed 2023. Yes. Yeah. I, good riddance to that year. Yeah. And I think 2024, a lot of people were saying it's got the same energy as 2016. Because it's a leap year. Mm. And I know 2020 was also a leap year. Not a good year globally, but no. it was actually quite a good year for me personally. Yeah, personally for me too. So... I was very much in love in 2020. Oh. Yeah. Do you think love could be coming for you this year? Uh, I don't have those vibes, now. No. Like... Your tarot hasn't been saying tar- that. My reels are like, no, you're not gonna... No. <laughs> Basically, I just feel like... At the end of last year, I was seeing someone and I really liked it, but it was like a fluke. And it was like... It was like very much like I just it just happened and it was like oh I wasn't really looking for it and it was just someone that I got on with whereas like this year I have that same feeling of like not looking for anyone and not looking for anything yeah but if it comes it comes but I'm really loving being single like I'm not seeing anyone at the moment don't have anyone on my roster at all like phone is so dry yeah like, the, I text Briny and I text my mum and I text my sisters and that's it. You must feel so zen all yeah, the time. Yeah, feel so zen. But also, I have this thing where I can, like, text a boy a random feral text and I have no guilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that I can send it to a person that I know who's going to reply and be, like, funny about it. 
Yeah, suddenly you're like, oh, I'm not embarrassing. Yeah. Like, that wasn't the issue here. It was just that they're rude. Yeah. Because that's so true. Like, all of the behaviour where if you did it with other people, you'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassing. Oh, my God, what yeah. was wrong with me? But then if someone's, like, matching your energy, yeah. it's, fine. it's fine. It's funny. Yeah, it, honestly, I sent a drug text to a aforementioned guy the other week, mm-hmm. and it was, like, it was, like, a you up. And, like, obviously that's hilarious. Like, yeah. Like, you up. I obviously don't mean that. That's ironic. What time was it? It was like half nine. It was five nine. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like half nine, obviously he's awake. Yeah. And he just like didn't reply. Oh. And I was like, but it's funny. That's funny that I texted you that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I think unfortunately a lot of men are like, oh my God, she loves me. Oh my God, how? <laughs> ah. And you're there like, mm. That was not the vibe I was on, and I was hoping we'd have a little laugh, but yeah. mm, it doesn't seem like you're on board for Literally. that, so don't worry, I'll see myself out, have a lovely year. Literally and that's not. okay, yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what I don't appreciate is the men that, I'm, you can't even call them ghosts, they're poltergeists, <laughs> because they vanish and yeah. they come back every yeah. time, and sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's a month, sometimes it's three months, but all you know is they're going to be back. Yeah. And it drives me insane because if I don't hear from you for more than maybe two days, I'm like, oh, that's probably done then. And I go through the mental gymnastics of like, okay, so that's, you're gone and like, that's fine. And this is how, I was thinking about this on the way here because I was like, how am I going to frame who I am on this episode? (laughs) Like, who am I in my dating life? And I always tend to date multiple people at once. Yeah. And I think it's because they're all so flaky. Yeah. So you start off liking one person. You're like, okay, this is going well. I'll put my eggs in this basket. They vanish for half many days. So you think, all right, that's done. You get another one in. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the thing. Like, men are quite replaceable. Yeah. Um. So you get another one in. That's going quite well. The first one comes back. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Well, I was. I'm done with you now. <laughs> yeah. The longer you're dating, the more this hotation forms, because many men seem to make one man. They they don't have it in them. They don't have the backbone to be around all the time. Yeah. And I just. It's so easy, I think, for men to be like, oh, I'm a one woman at a time type of person, because women aren't so unreliable. Yeah generally speaking mm-hmm. um we're not that replaceable no yeah. we're not and without a doubt every time i've broken up with someone they're like i'm never gonna find someone like you and maybe that's really arrogant but that's what i'm being told so i'm gonna believe it yeah um <laughs> people can listen to this and be like that bitch i hate her <laughs> i hate her so much <laughs> no we we like that but i always like men are so replaceable like i think all men are like different the same but like different genres like you have like rugby boys like i haven't really dated many rugby boys but like mm-hmm. rugby clapham boys and then like you have like the bookish north london boy who's yeah. into film and then you have like the like fashion boy and they're all like different subsets yeah and they're all the same in those different subsets like it's actually mad how similar some of my exes are and it's like oh yeah i learned that fact that I'm telling you right now from my last ex, because <laughs> I know that you'll enjoy the fact that I'm telling you now. You're on a research mission yeah. every time, and you're like, okay, you're also from Group A, so what knowledge can I pull? Yeah, like, if I was going to date, like, a rugby clapping boy, I'd probably, you know, pull, like, go into my brain and 
pull out like, oh, my friend knows Marcus Smith from Mm -hmm. England rugby team, you know? Like, I'll pull that and be like, oh, that's how I get this guy. If it's fashion boy, it comes quite naturally to me. I'll just like be like, oh, fashion (laughs) boy. And then film guy, again, comes quite naturally to me. I'm just like, oh, have you, did you ever watch that film by Argento? Like, really love Deep Red or whatever it's called. Like, and they're like, oh, I haven't seen that one. And you're like, yes, I've seen the film they haven't seen. Yeah, and <laughs> men famously love it when you know more than them. <laughs> That's how you get guys, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I recently heard someone say that men really like to, like, save women. And I was like, maybe this is why it's not going well for me. Because yeah. I'm like, you know nothing, I know everything. Strap yourselves in. <laughs> I will just handle it from here. <laughs> yes, literally. Literally. I think that I'm quite savable, but I don't want them to save me. Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, this is <laughs> that exact quote from this country where Curtin's like, you can't save a damsel if she loves her distress. Yes, literally. You get it tatted on your forehead. <laughs> literally. Exactly. That's me. <laughs> what was the last day you went on? The last date I went on was a third date. Okay. Yeah, which I've never had a third date from Hinge before. Okay. So it always weird. seems to be like first, second date. And, you're like, and then I'm like, nah. Just someone who's the other bus. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you're a stranger to me again. Cool. <laughs> nice of you to guest star in my life for a couple of episodes. Um, so yeah, that was a whole new thing. And I think the fact I hadn't been drinking for a couple of months and it meant that dates had really changed because boys couldn't just be like let's grab a drink after work because fundamentally that's really boring if you're not drinking like you can have a couple of um what they called lost marys lost marys (laughs) what are they called lost marys are the (laughs) vape those you know it's on the tube and she's like praying oh lucky saints lucky saints i knew i was like there's religious iconography in there somewhere (laughs) yeah i drink a few of those um (laughs) and so you can do that for a little bit and then afterwards you're like this is so lame so yeah yeah, they've actually miraculously all stepped up their game when we're planning dates okay so first date with this guy we did a walk around battersea park then we did mini golf second day and went for a wagamama's which was quite like 14 year old of us but it was really fun which shocked me because i have no hand eye coordination whatsoever um and then this time we went just to this pizza place over my road and like unreal pizza it's this family from naples and you know in like we were the only people in there that weren't Italian. So that's yeah. when I was like, we're about to eat so well. <laughs> um, and yeah, it went well. But then I didn't hear from him for like a couple of days. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm getting ghosted. That's fine. So yeah, mentally it was like, you're dumb. And then he came back. Hey. And then I was like, hey, cool. We're back in. Maybe he had a stressful couple of days. I won't judge him. Yeah. That's all right. We don't know each other that well yet. And then I went on holiday and the last reply he sent was just so dead. So I was like, you know, that thing of like, is a guy talking to you or is he replying to you? Yeah. And I was like, I'm being replied to right now. So I'm going to politely show myself out. Like I haven't, I know I'm not wanted. See you later. But then he didn't follow up with like a question or anything. So I was like, okay, cool. I've read the signals right. Didn't hear from him for a week. And then today, hey, how was your holiday? So I'm kind of thinking maybe he suffers with 
object permanence. Yeah. Like when I'm not there, He's... he has no interest. Yeah. But when I am, he does. So it's very confusing. But I think it's probably there wasn't enough there to excuse that hot and cold behaviour. Yeah, that's weird. It was weird. But the date itself was good, um, which is almost when it's more confusing. Yeah. Um, but what not drinking has done is really weeded people out a lot quicker mm-hmm. because I'd had a date, a different date earlier that week. And it's somewhere where I know that if I had been drinking like a bottle of wine with this guy, probably would have got with him, would have carried on chatting, think I had like an amazing time because I was battered. Yeah. But then in a few weeks would have realized like, um, we have nothing to talk about. Because instead, I figured all of that out in 20 minutes because I <laughs> had my sanity. So yeah. I was like, you know, thanks for a nice evening, goodbye. Yeah. Um, so that's been the good thing is I've like saved myself a lot of time and effort and nice. energy and money. Oh my yeah. God, money. Yeah. Um, just not like buying shit tons of booze to be like, I'm having fun. Yeah. And that was one of my other New Year's resolutions was don't keep getting drunk on bad dates, just go home. Yeah, yeah. And it's so obvious, but actually so difficult yeah. at the time. That's actually such good advice. <laughs> I know. I know. I um, did dry Jan, and I haven't been on dates since, like, a dr- drunk date. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on, like, one date with this guy that I've been on a few dates with now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was sober, and he was drinking. And that was really nice. And we had a good time, but I haven't been on a sober date in over, like, a hinged it I guess yeah I think like they borderline enjoy the challenge of thinking like okay what can we do and if they can't come up with it or it puts them off then you've weeded them out before you even have to go yeah like I'm not saying that all men were okay with this they really were not there was one guy that asked me on a date in December and I was like yeah sure very down but actually I'm not drinking because he'd asked me out for a drink yeah. I was like so maybe we'll do something else and he was like cool see you in February <laughs> oh my god what fully was like if you're not drinking I don't want to go and <gasps> obviously I have not heard from him again what the fuck What's it's that so creepy isn't it it's like why do you need me to be inebriated to be around you like what are you trying to pull here just go for a walk Go for a fucking walk. Or, like, I'm so happy just going around an art gallery. Like, they're free. Like, it's so easy. (laughs) It's like, one man the other week was like, I've never been in an art gallery. And I was like, you live in fucking London. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Grow up. I know this guy who used to take exclusively take girls to the tape. Like, I mean, it's a great date. Yeah. Especially because you can get from South London to the embankment on the Uber boat. And you can get off, walk, do the gallery. Oh my God. Like, I know it's such a routine, but yeah. I would love that. Yeah. No, he um, used to tell me like, oh yeah, I'm taking this girl to the tape. And I'd be like, fucking again. Like... <laughs> And then he was like, yeah, one time I like fingered a girl. And I was like, what the no. fuck? Which bit? I don't, I think it was outside. Like, I think he did it outside on the bench. In the daylight? I don't know. I don't, do you know it? I think I know the inside. I mean, I would have follow-up questions if someone told me that story. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I just kept being like, cause I was kind of like, I was like sleeping with this man. So I was like, oh. And he was telling you about the dates he was taking other, to mm-hmm. take you to the tape. No, I was like, I went, oh, are you ever going to take me to the tape then? He was like, no. <gasps> oh my, he's mugged you right off there. 
Oh my god. He wouldn't even take you to no. his routine. And was he doing the free section? Yeah. I okay, he wasn't so. taking them to like the paid for. No. Oh my god. He's a pol- he's one of my poltergeists. How long did you carry on seeing him after he said he wasn't taking you to the take? I want to say a few months. Jesus. This is also the man who told me he fancied my friend. Fucking hell. No, it is it's it is the trenches. <laughs> It's honestly, sometimes the things, you know what's really good at the moment actually, I've got a good group of women who are all single and Ooh. they're not around so it's not like we're all going on nights out together or anything like that, that most of them live in like Spain or Australia or yeah. whatever because everyone seems to be spreading out but my phone has never been more entertaining. Yeah. Every day I get a voice note or a message of one of them having yeah. done something ridiculous or the, the men are insane. Yeah. One of them the other day was an hour late for a date and when she got there, he had a single red rose for her and I was like, it must have wilted in the <laughs> Australia sun before you rocked up. Oh, this is so evil. Oh God, that's so funny. No, no, I've God. started a um, men like notes thing on my like notes app. I've only got like one thing on there at the moment, um, which is... Uh, like just random thing, things that men do because I was like I can't like, well like quirks yeah or like just like weird things because they're all a bit weird yeah uh, the only thing I have written on him right now is someone on Hinge had a picture of them with a decapitated cow's head <gasps> no did you report them no I asked him about it oh my god you opened up the lines of communication you should have reported them they're clearly a serial killer no it wasn't a decapitated cow's head i I wrote that before i knew answers it was um oh my god what do you call it when like you stuff an animal oh taxidermy yeah it was a taxidermy cow's head which still is weird but what about that picture made him think the girls are gonna love this one he's probably like Oh yeah, talking point, isn't it? Oh my god, it's so bad. You know my friend, you know your most compatible. My friend one. Um, her most compatible was a picture of a baby doll in a cage. And I just think, what about that? Screamed <laughs> her name because she is objectively gorgeous. She's got a first class degree from a Rossa Group Uni. She's she's got a social life. Why did Hinge think, mm, baby in a cage? <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. The algorithm was... I, I genuinely think Hinge has a vendetta against women. Yeah, because I don't get many likes from hot guys. No, well, that number one, they're all locked in the standout section. Oh, yeah, and they do that to just bait you out the whole time. Number two... I've had male friends of mine go on my hinge to like swipe through the men and be like, oh my God, what is going on? All of the people on here are ugly. And I was like, yeah, I am well aware. (laughs) And then they go on theirs and they're like, look at the girl, all stunning gorgeous. Yeah. So something's going on there. Is that because men are ugly though? It could well be. (laughs) And I was saying this to my friend the other day, is like, where have all the hot men gone? And I've got a theory that it's because they're going bald. Yeah. And that's the truth. Like, male pound baldness is an epidemic. Yeah. We need to find a cure that isn't in Turkey. Yeah. And just get on with it quick. Yeah. Because... I also think, like... I don't know. They're all in relationships. 
Yeah, I actually don't buy that as a reason because I've never met a hot man and been like, oh, he's got a girlfriend, shame. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never once been jealous of anyone's boyfriend. I'm usually like, this guy? Okay. <laughs> it's just been Valentine's Day. Every time I went on my Insta stories, it was a jump scare. It's like, oh, he must be really funny. I hope, dear God, he's funny. This makes it sound like I hate men. I actually don't hate men. Mm. I just think there used to be more hot ones and something's yeah. gone wrong. The baldness thing is is a good theory. It's valid. The beer bellies are creeping in. Yeah. Um, and we're all keeping it tight. Yeah, because like, we're women. And we're exactly. Bald. We're blowing up. Yeah. They're going down. <laughs> That's it. also like, I feel like men in their 20s their metabolism is slowing down at a fast rate mm-hmm. and like they're just eating still like shit yeah. but like and and never ever seen the repercussions of eating like shit and then now they are yeah and they've got like their skin is pale like you know like yeah they're gaining weight like it doesn't matter if they're gaining weight whatever like yeah that's allowed no one needs to look like a teenager yeah but I just think it's all about like matching your own standards, right? So if you're a woman that works out like four times a week, you're probably gonna want someone that has the same standards and lifestyle. And you know who I feel like I need to get on board with? And I never thought I was gonna say this. It's the cyclists. Oh my God, don't. I'm so attracted to cyclists. Like lately, something has changed in my brain because I used to think it was an ick. And now I'm like, it makes perfect sense. They're all in unbelievable shape. They got a lycra on every weekend. And you know what? I love a man with a hobby. Yeah. I don't want you to just go to the pub every weekend. Like, get out, do something yeah. that isn't hanging around me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I love a little cyclist. Those wraparound sunglasses Ooh, are kind of vibey. Sexy. There's some cyclists. I used to cycle to work. Yeah. <laughs> and when I cycled to work, I used to be like, eyeing people up yeah, on the roads yeah but i obviously looked awful because i was cycling to work yeah and everyone just didn't even give me a second look. they were probably fighting for their lives on the roads <laughs> london is i could never cycle to work i think oh. i'd be dead in five minutes it's i yeah i almost died a few times yeah yeah that checks Going out through like Clapham north you know like on that road down, like, underneath the railway. Yeah. Um, I almost got hit by a bus. Oh, my God. My friend drove a line bike into the side of a moving bus. <laughs> um, twice. Nice. And the guy was just like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> Obviously, he was drunk. I always think, imagine being the bus driver. Poor, poor man. <laughs> they need to start breathalyzing people on lines. <laughs> I think so, too. Like... You're not actually not meant to cycle when you've had a drink. No, but obviously everyone does. Yes. <laughs> um, I've never seen someone zoom off quicker than my friend after the pub on an electric scooter. It's oh, scooters are oh, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. That man did not have a tiny dust of fear in his body. He just went, I won't get on them. I, I'm too dyspraxic for that. Yeah. I know in my bones. Yeah. <laughs> so do you like behave differently to what you did when you were in a relationship like obviously you do but like do you find like yourself because I okay let me phrase it in the way I do it when I'm on the tube Mm. or when I'm out 
every opportunity is an opportunity to make a man of my dreams. Okay. So if a thick eye comes onto the tube and we make eye contact, I'm like, wow, we're getting married. Mm-hmm. Do you? But if that happened before, I'd be like, oh, he's an attractive man. Obviously. Yeah. Do you behave in that way or do you just not give a shit? Like, <laughs> do you just behave like a normal person? <laughs> I think I definitely still sort of just look and I'm like, oh, he's hot. Yeah. And then I'll maybe give like a slight longer look like a few seconds later to see like is he looking at me but even if he were looking at me which obviously they are all the time (laughs) um I don't think I would ever actually act on it I'm such a wimp with that kind of thing and I think about it all the time like London is full of hot people so your head is like whipping about when you're Mm -hmm. in certain areas and instead I'm just there like looking at my hinge likes in despair so stupid so yeah I would love to be one of those people that's like oh I'll just like go and find someone on my commute but I just am not whatsoever I think the only difference in my behavior when I'm in a relationship and not is just that I'm a lot more calm when I'm single because I always seem to wind up mothering the people I'm dating and so it's a lot of like extra mental labor which I really don't enjoy um but I think maybe 2024 I might try and meet people in real life a little bit more Uh, yeah I would recommend I like to meet people in person like it's kind of the sole reason why I go to like the pub (laughs) but you not ever just get so badly rejected or even if they say they have a girlfriend I think I'd feel really embarrassed which is stupid no because say la vie like, yeah, just kind of I give like, a fuck. Yeah, like, he's just someone, you know? Like, I I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I once went up to a guy that I found fit, and I was like, hey, are you single? And he was like, oh, no, actually, my girlfriend's over there, and his girlfriend came over. And I was like, oh, he's the lucky lady. Oh, no. <laughs> what did she say? She was like, ah, and then, like, pulled the boyfriend away. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, you know, like... I've done the embarrassing thing, like yeah, it's happened and it was fine and it's really funny. Like if someone said that yeah. to me, if someone was flirting with my boyfriend, yeah, and they said, "Oh, here's a lucky lady," I'd be like, "That's sweet, like that's cute." Yeah, like <laughs> I actually, if I'm in a relationship and the person I'm with gets hit on, I'm gonna be like, "Good, that yeah. means you're hot." Like if no <laughs> nobody wants him. <laughs> What am I doing with him? Yeah, What's happening? Yeah. So it's and men know that. So you ever find when like you're scrolling on Hinge and nearly every other picture is them with their like hot girl mates. Yeah. You're like you're trying to virtue signal that <laughs> you're in demand and it's working. And sometimes I'm like, oh, those girls seem like a vibe. Like I like her outfit. Yeah. And like, it draws me fully in. Same. So weird. <laughs> um. So yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's gonna be especially because I'm literally have just said that. I think everyone on Hinge is disposable. So evidently, I need to start actually acting on things in person. Yeah, I... uh, The aforementioned poltergeist, Tate, going poltergeist, I met him in person at Tooting Trout. Stop! (laughs) And I found him fit, and I was wasted. And I was just like, hey. And then he was like, thought I was playing a joke on him. He like, was like, kind of rude to me. And I was like, I was like, fuck you then. (laughs) Or something. And then like... That half an hour later, I saw him on the dance floor and like started dancing with him and then just snogged him. Oh my god, this is so rom com of you. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of that though. Like, I kind of think that that's my virtue and downfall is that I'm so rom com. <laughs> like, I'm kind of like, 
I want that like you know story the story again yeah I want the story so I think keep doing what you're doing I'm gonna start doing what you're doing yeah and hope that it doesn't all go horribly wrong but just what I would lead with though don't like go up to someone and be like uh what's your number like I fancy you I would go up to them and ask them are you single because in it like you you both know why you're there yeah like you're like I'm asking you if you're single because I fancy you like it's in the context like subtext sorry and if they say no then you can go oh have a nice life but yeah. if they say yes you're like oh like you're really fit <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. you know like that's what you gotta do yeah. Do you know what's actually been winding me up lately? I work in a co-working space mm-hmm. and there are a lot of hot men in my co-working space. One of them today was so tall, I couldn't believe it. Because they do these drinks on a Thursday night and so, you know, that's quite a good opportunity to meet someone. But then I think that's not a stranger where if it goes horribly wrong, I can yeah. just, you know, I'm going to have to see these people. I mean, not for long. Not, yes, I handed in my notice at work today. Okay, great. So I'm going to gold rush the office. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, action plan made. Action plan. Easy. <laughs> You're going to go talk to the tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him if he's single. I actually matched with someone on Hinge and they... Because you know you can connect your Instagram, which I did because I think the Hinge algorithm then knew like where I had been going and like who my friends were. Uh, okay. Suddenly gave me like way hotter people. Okay, I'm going to do that then. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know who I am now. So you're like, ah, oh, we can't be serving this stuff. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, and this one guy replied to a picture from my Instagram, which was of my coworker and our like vibey little communal bit and he was like oh i think i work in your building i was like oh my god no way and then he never messaged again i was like right i hate that cool oh. i'm glad we established you're somewhere roaming around <laughs> you're just, like, yeah i'm like hi you dick, <laughs> hi, you dick. <laughs> i hope you have a horrible life <sighs> okay have you ever knowingly fucked a tory yeah so many I mean, I grew up in Surrey. I went to uni at Exeter. Every... You fucked everyone you fucked in Surrey. I'm wearing loafers right now. And I had never stood a chance. Okay, but like, the, this, is a, this isn't, it's not like a bad loafer vibe. Like. No, <laughs> mine isn't. But I think when you're buying your shoes from Russell and Bromley, you have to accept that you probably are in a bit of a Tory realm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no loads. Um... Barber jackets, signet rings, Ralph Lauren half zips, sort of regal but receding hairlines, mm-hmm. that whole vibe. Is and that, would you say that's your one of your types? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I think that is a curse that has been bestowed upon me. Um, but what I like is like those posh boys who. They've got a little bit of a sprinkling of that. Mm-hmm. Like they've probably got a signet ring and some floppy hair. Yeah. But they'll wear like an oversized tee from an indie brand. Yeah. And like trousers from Cos. Oh yeah, I love those ones. Yeah. And then it's got. Then they're like, oh, mummy and daddy have got. Yeah, you go <laughs> to their house and you need a code for the gate, and yeah. you're like, oh. One guy was so posh. I reversed into. His drive had a roundabout because it was so big. <laughs> and I reversed into it and exploded my tyre. I was fully mounted on their <laughs> family's personal roundabout. <laughs> no, it was so bad. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was really impressive. Um, but unfortunately, I'm horrendous at manoeuvring. So it was, it was pretty embarrassing for me. Oh, gosh. 
Okay, um, what do you think good sex is? Probably like 15 minutes, four positions, and you both come at the same time. Great. <laughs> Everyone like, when they answer that question, they're like, it just, it's all about communication. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's really not. Um, well, I guess if you're trying to make it better. Mm-hmm. But you know those like miracles where yeah. usually not the first time, but by the second time, like something just happens and it's it's great. Yeah. I unfortunately though, I really will persevere. Yeah. So I've had it before where it's not been good, but I just think it will get good because sometimes it does. Yeah. If you're sleeping with somebody consistently, um, it can take a few times, and then suddenly when they know what you like and you're more confident to like ask them, mm-hmm. it will just get loads better. So I don't like to just get rid of somebody because it's gone badly yeah. the first, second or third time. Yeah. But one of my exes, and I won't say which one. Um, they can just figure it out. <laughs> yeah, really struggled to last and it wasn't like every now and again it was like every time to the point where it actually borderline became like a tragedy yeah because I really cared about them but I was like how am I going to be with this person for the rest of my life because this is so bad that it's depressing (laughs) so there was after one time where I was just sat there like fuck and he was crying because he, he knew it was awful. Um, and it, the whole thing was just a mess. It was awful. And so after we broke up and this was so mean, he was like, I'm really surprised that you haven't sort of like wanted to rekindle again. You know, when you're drunk and you ring yeah. them and I was like, why would I waste my own goddamn time? I mean, not that much time, apparently. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's an example, but I think I suppose yeah, I stand by what I said originally in terms of what good sex is. But I think it can definitely be built. It doesn't have to just happen straight away. And I guess that is where communication comes in. Mm-hmm. Also, I think I have a praise kink. Oh yeah. I need too. them to tell me I'm doing a good job. Yeah, same. I don't want like I don't want to be told I'm bad. That's not hot to me. I. <laughs> I'm very, Perfect human being. I'm doing a phenomenal job. Yeah. No one's ever done better. And as long as I know that, I, yeah. One time I was having sex with someone and um, we were like really, we were like had a drink and um, we were like trying to do the like, you're a slut thing. And like <laughs> trying to do that. And then yeah. like, it was like 10 minutes of like, you're a slut. And then he turns to me and he goes, Oh, can I stop doing that now? Can I be nice to oh. you? <laughs> He's like, the problem is I'm just such a feminist. I'm That's really wrong. I think, I mean, that is an anomaly because generally the way it goes is they start off being like, you're a slut, like da da da. And then they will say something so out of pocket <laughs> that you're like, it snaps you out of it. And you're like, like, whoa. I bet your dad never loved you. Yeah. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. And you're like, oh, oh. it's a step too far, James. Okay. <laughs> James, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, I, I've never had the slut thing straight off the bat, to be fair. I think I do actually go for, for men who think they're feminists. You go for soft boys. Soft boys. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've had it the first time. Although, oh my god, I was saying this the other day. The terror in my heart, the first time a man tried to choke me, I was like, oh, this man wants me dead. (laughs) 
because I didn't even I was obviously vanilla I'd always had quite long time relationships from like the time I was 16 and this point I think I must have been 20 and it just hadn't ever come up before nobody had tried to do it to me I just didn't think it was a thing and suddenly their hands are around my neck this is call the police you need to go to jail and then it was like oh right this is a thing people yeah. like it it's enjoyable and now fine yeah i'm not i'm still not really into it i mean not hard no. i don't want to i don't want two hands on my neck <laughs> please take on if anyone is using more than one hand jail yeah jail so <laughs> prison. prison immediately prison um but yeah i just and that's where communication comes in. Yeah. The first, if we're in the early days of sleeping together and you get the urge to choke me, Don't. shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, no, you're a son. And they're like, die. <laughs> die. die. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, thank God that actually hasn't happened. That'd be so traumatic. Yeah. I think just give me a heads up. Yeah. Okay. Are you good with this? And then we can all move on. Yeah. Ditto wherever they're coming. I would like you to ask me. Yeah, where to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where? Do you have any preference? <laughs> like, where? Would you like them to come? I think stomach is fine. Yeah. I think I have no interest in being on my face whatsoever. Oh. You love it. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I do kind of love it, but um, I don't. I'm not. Haven't done it since like November because this guy got it in my eye. You're, see, I get put off because I don't want it in my hair. I, I don't mind the hair. It was the eye, and I had a red eye, and I was like, couldn't open it. So it was it burning. It was burning. Oh. And I told my sister, and she was like, and I could have gone my whole life not knowing that information. <laughs> How long did it take for your eyes to get back to normal? Like, so I stayed at his, so it was like seven in the morning. So it was like seven in the morning to like when I got to work at nine. So like two hours. Oh my God, you were going in the office. Yeah. That's such a game of risk. Were you like on the tube on the way there being like, has my cum eye gone down yet? Yeah, like literally looking at myself like, what the fuck is going on? No. Yeah. You could have gone blind. I could have gone blind. And you know what? You know what is actually so outrageous is I wouldn't even be shocked if the guy was then like, yeah, her gammy eye just really gave me the ear. Yeah, literally. Even though they did it. It's like, right, cool. No, because it's no, mis- don't make them, don't say that because like three days later, like, this ended with the bad. Oh yeah. He was thinking about <laughs> he, your gammy eye. He was like, ew. It's like, I like a woman that can take my gum in her eye and she just couldn't do it. And that's on you. Yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> it's honestly a fucking joke, the whole thing. Oh, speaking of the ick, when have you recently got the ick? I have just quite a long and winding list of really ridiculous icks. I think one of them is if people trip up the pavement. Oh, I do that all the time. So do I, but for some reason, <laughs> I think it's just if it's in a particularly awkward section of the date, and especially yeah. if they go, whoop, as they No, I up. think that makes it a bit better. I think the the not addressing it would make me like, ugh. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> also, one that I used to have, but it doesn't really come up so much anymore because no one's using cash, is when you've you've got change on the table and they're trying to pick it up and they can't. So they're having to like sort of slide <laughs> it. <laughs> so bad. I really don't like that one. Um, 
also well everyone says skinny jeans oh but that's it's not really an ick now it's just a bad fashion choice yeah people should know better fundamentally yeah. by now fashion I think there are also just some people's vibes you're not going to fuck with and that would be an ick. Like, anyone wearing a Kenzo t-shirt, I really don't want to be yeah, around. Not the kind of guy you're going to date. No. Let me try and think quickly if there's one I went on a recent. date with someone I'd met in Inferno's the other week. Oh, lovely. But it was, like, very... We met in March and then we went on a date in December because I just kept fobbing him off. And then, like, yeah. I was in a very, like... I needed to just go on a date with anyone. So I was like, hey, you down for a date? <laughs> he was like, sure. Um, and he turned up. I obviously, we obviously met when we were both fucked. And I had changed quite a bit. And he, I just remember him being tall. I was just kind of like, this is not, it's not the you one. Knew You're instantly. a nice guy, but like, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Because I looked pretty, pretty good. And how long did you stay on this date for? Oh, when you knew immediately. Yeah. That is so tough. And this is where (laughs) phones really are the enemy. Yeah. Because my grandma used to go on like fun little coach trips to Margate with all her girls or like to Blackpool and they would all pull. (laughs) And then a few weeks later, the guys would be like, we're going to come down to London and they would get the train down to London. And my grandma said she would go to Victoria train station and she would hide behind the pillar she would peek out, see if she still fancied them. And if the answer was no, she'd run away. I love that. Yeah. And that is a flawless plan. Yeah, that is a flawless plan. But you can't do that you now. That now. No. My mum said she used to um, uh, date this person at uni. And um, if he came around to like call on her she, and she didn't want to go, she'd just hide behind the sofa. And like her flatmates would like even sometimes like invite him in and she'd just be behind the sofa. We had a situation like that in the second year of uni. <laughs> and I hope that my housemates don't mind me telling this story, but one of them is happily engaged now, so I'm sure it'll be <laughs> fine. She had met a guy on a night out. He'd come back, they'd slept together. And in the morning, she was in our group chat being like, he's not going. Yeah. And I really just don't want to be around him anymore. <laughs> and she just wanted her space. She wanted him gone. So... She went in one of the other girls' rooms and just left him in her room. She was like, I'm not going to tell him to leave, but he's just now in there by himself. So me and our other housemate downstairs in the kitchen having our cereal, this man comes down the stairs and he's like, could you tell her that I've gone? I don't know where she is. And we were like, oh, that's so weird. Like, uh, we've not seen her either. Okay, that's fine. Um, nice to meet you. And he's putting on his shoes and he's opening the door and then he just stops and he goes, sorry, um, my phone's dead. Could you actually tell me where I am? I was like, oh, this man is fully in the trenches right now. He was probably uh, waiting to ask her to use a phone charger. And she just left him for dead. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's been through. <laughs> and he's just gone. She's just hiding. That's hilarious. I know. Um, do you have any mad theories about men or like dating in London in general? Like, I think my maddest one has got to be the many men make one man thing. Yeah. Just like, and also that you can't, until you're in a relationship, you're single. That is my theory. Well, it's actually a secondhand theory. My friend, can I name her? Yeah, I can. <laughs> my friend Kellyanne, who has a very good podcast as well. Um, 
said that to me once because I think I was always falling into the trap of feeling super guilty if I was seeing somebody and then like got with somebody else or like you know not if you've said we're exclusive or yeah. whatever yeah. but if you haven't put a label on anything then you frankly owe nobody anything yeah um so I think some people would think of that as quite an off the wall theory but yeah I think it's quite rational, especially in London. Yeah. Because, because everybody seems to be dating three people. Yeah. So everyone's just... fucking each other. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone in the city. I bet it's even smaller for you because you like you know more people here. But for me, it's getting smaller and smaller by the day. Yeah, it's very terrifying. Suddenly, like your borough is just a village. Yeah. And everyone knows I mean, everyone yeah. in, it. especially Clapham is such a fucking washing machine of the same people round yeah. and round um do i have any other really mad ones <laughs> i don't think so my one that i used to always say which looking back now is actually quite mad is <laughs> if i'd slept with somebody i wanted to be able to shower at their house i was like you don't get to like leave bodily fluids on me and then like be pissed off by the fact that i want to wash before i go home but actually now I would just so much rather be like back in my own house. Yeah. Like I have no interest in any of that. Like, you know, put your fingers through your hair, put your clothes back on and yeah. get out of there. But I think because I used to be such a long term relationship person, yeah. I had what I thought were like certain standards of just being like a normal human. Yeah. And the moment that I realised that all of that was completely unreasonable and unnecessary, particularly because everybody I was sleeping with lived in Southwest London, yeah. was the moment a man asked me if he could have a shower. And I was like, no. <laughs> you don't get to use my towels? <laughs> Fuck off. It's kind of a different thing if they stay over and they're like yeah. going straight into the office or whatever. But like, otherwise, it's like, you live 10 minutes down the road, go use your own house. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if a man stayed at your house and he had work the next day and he didn't shower. Oh, horror. Yeah, I'd be yeah. really concerned about that, actually. Yeah. Or unless they had a shower at work. That's the ideal scenario. Yeah, but you can't assume that. You can't. No, I'd have to ask follow-up questions. I'd be like, oh, do you not want to get a shower? Or do you want to go shower together? And if they still say no, then I feel like that's bad. Yeah. Showering together is such a... Because my bathroom now is, like, not... It's just a shitty rental bathroom, so it's not, like, a romantic place. (laughs) (laughs) Tiles are hanging off the walls. (laughs) Um, and it's such a shame because I feel like showering with people is so fun. Yeah, it's so fun, even if you're not having sex. Yeah. Just washing each other. So, <laughs> just lathering each other up. It's so good. So that's a real shame. I'm missing that at the moment now, actually. Yeah. So that's maybe on my tick list as a man with a nice bathroom <laughs> with a lovely Anyone walking shower. <laughs> yeah. If you're a man <laughs> with a nice shower, <laughs> my Instagram handle is my full name. It's just my full name. It's my full name. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions for me? Oh, I want to know the last time you got the ick. Oh, God. I actually don't get the ick. So At all, ever. I do get the ick, but, like, I'm... I feel like I'm quite icky person, so I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm not... I'm not so hard on other people when they're, like, being icky. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think um, that's very fair. I also don't have anyone on my roster, so I'm going to have to go back and I also think there are certain things that you can think of people doing if you're trying to put yourself off them. Like, yeah. if you know someone's bad news and you want to just get rid of them in your mind, think of them jumping up and down at a concert. 
No, because I do that. Of course you do. Everybody does. It's the best fun ever. But like, just imagine this man that takes himself probably really seriously, just like jumping about. You know, on a trampoline also works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's bad. Do you think you're gonna start going on more dates now, or are you just happy leaving it? I actually am ready to to go on the dates. Um, I'm going on a date a week today mm-hmm. with someone. I've, but that can it counts. But like I've been on four dates with this guy already. So, okay. But we haven't slept together. So. Does he listen to this podcast? Um, he used to. He told me he, as soon as we snogged, he said he hadn't listened to it, which was in September. Was not in September. Right. So. Um, I don't know if he does. He follows the page, though. Oh, my God. It would fill me with terror and fear. But actually, you know what? If he can't handle it, then I guess... My um, ex can't, like, handle it. Like, I've spoken... I've written about him, and I've spoken about him now, and that was the two things he told me not to do. That's an interesting thing as being a journalist, isn't it? It's like some men, like, you meet them and they're like, oh my God, well, don't write about me. And actually they fucking love it. They want to be the centre of a piece so badly. And then others, like, I've been in relationships with people before where I've written something and they have been so upset. Yeah. Not even anything bad. Yeah, I just think, like, this guy told... He... My ex was like oh, I just, you know, I just wouldn't feel safe with you. Like, I just don't want to be, like, written about. Mm. And I was like, don't fucking flatter yourself. Like, you're not, like, my muse. Yeah, you're not interesting enough. Just don't do something shit. I always say that as well. When they're like, don't write about me. And I'm like, okay, well, then don't do anything evil. Yeah, like... Because that's the only thing that would be a story here. Yeah. yeah. Don't (laughs) make yourself the news, okay, Simon? Yeah. Man eats dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Where can we find you? Where can we read you? What are you up to next? So you can find me on Instagram, Lydia Spencer Elliott, two L's, two T's. Um, Twitter is L Spencer Elliott. For some reason, it's all in capitals. Like I'm shouting at you. I do not know why that happened, but that's how it is. Um, Or I have a WordPress, but that's in the link on both accounts. So I don't need to spell out that L. Um, what am I doing next? Fuck knows. Uh, probably can't say yet, actually. Oh, but okay. obviously, an exciting change yeah. is coming. Mysterious. Follow Lydia for more updates. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Update coming soon. <laughs> Just keep them in suspense. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye.